0: Hollywood Trash is brought to you by AquaPump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump
1: and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3000 miles away, it's Steve Nagels Hollywood Trash.
2: Oh, Olivia Newton-John <clears throat> died a year ago yesterday, but she's still with us. You might recognize her though because She's a blue orb now. She's a blue orb? Yeah. Olivia's daughter, Chloe uh, Latanzi, says that two weeks after her mom died, her phone accidentally took a picture of her dog, and in that picture, floating next to the dog's head, was a blue orb. Mm. It was the same color blue as the aquamarine pendant that uh, Olivia used to wear. She had given it to Chloe before she died. Here's where things get a little freaky. Chloe says, quote, Mom and I had talked years back. We'd watch these paranormal shows, and I'd say, you got to show up for me. And she was like, I'll show up as one of those orb things. Dude, that's, that's actually, just crazy. I'll show up as one of those orb thing. I don't even know how to do it. Good day, God. mate. Good I'll day, I'll be mate. showing up as a big blue orb. Good dog. I'll put another shrimp on the barbie, too. That's not an orb. This is an orb. <laughs> Olivia's husband, John Easterling, saw the orb two months ago. He went to Peru with her ashes to hold a private ceremony where they'd gotten married. He took a picture, and the orb appeared right between his eyes. Jesus. He says, quote, it's been a supernatural year. Olivia's aquamarine necklace was originally a gift from John. Metaphysical, physical. Right. Uh, Was it uh, uh, hopelessly devoted to orb? Didn't she sing that one? I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're the one that I want to uh, haunt. Yeah. Isn't that the one she sang from Greece? <laughs> for the rest of your life? Have you never been a blue orb? Uh, no, I've never been a blue orb. Have you been a blue orb? No. Uh, nominees for the 2023 MTV Video Music Awards were announced yesterday, and Taylor Swift leads the pack because, of course, she does with eight of them. And SZA, SZA. Yes. Sure. Uh, Isn't far behind with six. Ooh, the scissor six. Yes. Six with scissor. Right. Scoring five nods apiece were Nicki Minaj. Well, thank you very much. Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith, Kim Petras, and Doja Cat.
0: You know, I know we say this every year, but uh, I don't think my feelings about it have changed. Should MTV really be giving away video music
2: awards if they don't, in fact, play? Uh, music videos. What are you talking about? They play that, uh, what is it called? What's the show that's on all the time? Uh, Ridiculousness? Ridiculousness. Yeah, those aren't music videos. How many episodes have they made of that show? 200,000. I was going to say, because it doesn't seem like I've ever seen the same one twice. I can't say I've seen the same one twice either. Yeah. There's a lot of them. It's uh, very much uh, about the ladies this year. Uh, Women dominate the top category, Video of the Year, for the first time ever. Sam Smith is the only non-female in the category, and they identify as non-binary. Women also... uh, Will they
0: be identifying as not the winner of a Video Music Award?
2: Yeah, probably. I'll be identifying as somebody who uh, won a Music Video Award from a TV TV channel that doesn't play music videos anymore. (laughs) <laughs> uh, women also own 100% of the Artist of the Year category. The nominees are Beyonce, Doja Cat, Carol G, Nicki Minaj, thank you very much, Shakira, and Taylor Swift. Hmm. Uh, the VMAs are scheduled to air out live on September 12th. There's no word on how they'll handle it if the writers and actors are still on strike. But you can check out all the nominees on the MTV website if you really, 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 really want to. I don't really uh, want to Megan Fox announced that she's releasing her first poetry book on November 7th and it's called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous and that will be the last time you hear of that book well hey you know it's uh, it's something she's working on
0: I know but just like uh...
2: working on that poetry book you've been writing Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. a little prose maybe a haiku a little mm-hmm. iambic pentameter mm-hmm.
2: Uh, She says she spent her entire life keeping the secrets of men and carrying the weight of their sins, so she decided to uh, get rid of the, Mm -hmm. quote, illness that had taken root in me because of my silence. Megan says, uh, quote, my freedom lives in these pages, and I hope that my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and identify by using their voice to illuminate what's been buried but not forgotten in the darkness. If you tell me, hey,
0: Baxi, I just wrote a book of poetry, you know what my reaction would be? What? Oh, that's nice. And then I'd probably go find uh, a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah, but like a, like poetry, like uh, like a Frank Zappa would write a poem. Like that okay, kind of Okay, well, poem. That, you know, that at least would be interesting. Or uh, maybe a, a, a David Allen Coe poem.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's interesting too. But it's like, you know, a book of poetry doesn't make me want to go to a Barnes & Noble and wait in line for its release.
2: Yeah, that's true. I don't want to wait in line for a release for that crap. What a bunch of crap.
0: I mean, unless you were like a legitimate
2: poet, yeah, you know, uh, you know, maybe I would consider it. But uh, My uh, third cousin twice removed is uh, Walt Whitman. Really? Yeah, he wrote, uh, To the windows, to the walls, to the sweat goes all around the area. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's what he wrote that. He wrote that.
0: He called, uh, I believe that was called... Uh, Skeet on Walden Pond.
2: Yes, I believe it was.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, that was throw. But you know what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you probably already figured this out, but just in case you haven't, here's some advice. Stop watching those stupid home improvement shows because all they do is make you feel bad. First of all, they give you a false impression of how cheap it is to totally transform your living space. They also make it seem quick and easy, even when they try. Even when they run into something seemingly catastrophic like mold inside of a wall. They somehow just solve the problem, usually between a pair of commercials. It doesn't happen like that in real life. It's too bad. And while the stuff uh, they do looks great, it's often superficial, made from low quality workmanship and cheap materials. We heard about this years ago where they were like, you know, just do what you gotta do to make this look good for the show. And then the wall started falling apart two months after these people (laughs) left. Anyone who's
0: had any work done in their homes knows that nothing gets done in the course of like five days, uh, nothing major ever gets done in just five days.
2: No, uh, you know who Saweetie is? Uh, no, I don't. Saweetie has joined Fansly, and she's promising her subscribers spicy content, whatever the hell that means. She's okay, charging twenty-five bucks a month for that. Yeah, uh, she's a singer. So they they had a whole like happy meal thing, or not a happy meal, but a meal you could buy at McDonald's, the Saweetie meal. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I missed that. Maybe you didn't go to McDonald's during the time that they were having it there. Maybe that's it. And Kim Kardashian found out. Not only did she break her shoulder, we found that out yesterday, but she ripped her tendon as well. Really? Mm-hmm. She was said something to say. Oh my God! The last time I ripped a tendon was when I gave uh, when Ray J gave me the Persian pipe chump lump in that sex taping and purchase on porn for thirty nine ninety five. I like Persia. Yeah, I like the rugs. Uh, Caitlin, I never got that done dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once put the bell in the inkwell. Okay It's called the Lance Armstrong too If you know what I'm saying Sure She gobbled on the zesticle
0: (laughs) What are you trying to
2: say? That's a little lemon juice in there Yeah right What I'm trying to say is She slipped and kicked me Right in the western lunchbox (laughs) (laughs) All right (laughs) What's the western lunchbox? uh, Well it's the the package I got going on Oh I see Kicked me right in the western lunchbox (laughs) That's what you do in the Old West. Conyer. West. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your Hollywood trash of Rock 102, Ohio. Yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 6:10 and the Scorps with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102.
2: going to be, uh, well, it looks like sunshine's going to be uh, here today. high of 83 tomorrow. The, then the two big raindrops with a high of 84. Mm. Uh, 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh,
0: apparently, we did not reach our six hundred uh, uh, person goal on the TikToks. No,
2: five seventy something,
0: Molly. We're
4: at five eighty right now, so we're, we're at close. Five eighty. We're close. Wow,
2: that's pretty good. We just need twenty more, uh, twenty more TikTokers to make us feel better for the day.
0: I would guess that by ten o'clock this morning, seven
4: seventy-five. That's, that's that's ambitious.
0: Is it ambitious? But, yeah. Is that asking too much? Because yeah. yesterday
4: I, I, I kind of under. Well, I, I
2: said six hundred, and what, what were you? What'd you say? Yesterday five,
4: we started with three
2: seventy-one. See, I said six hundred by the end of the show, and what we have okay. five eighty. Five eighty, only twenty short. I was pretty close. Yeah, like, someone
0: messaged us yesterday. Said, "Well, I don't, I don't download that app, uh, the TikTok." And I said, "Well, you know, how'd you message us then?" <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. are 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 apps really that uh, that frightening for you? Are you worried about the Chinese government infiltrating They're, everything <laughs> you're you're doing on your phone?
2: There's a lot of people out there who are afraid of doing that of downloading TikTok because let, of that very reason.
0: Let me tell you something, if the Chinese government can go into my phone and find anything that is of value to them, yeah. they can have <laughs> it.
2: Go for
0: it. There's nothing valuable in there at all. So, yeah, but go th- go to it.
4: TikTok is totally worth it. It's a wonderful waste of time.
2: See? Wonderful waste of time. That's what all the young kids are saying now.
0: That's right. And this show has been a wonderful waste of time for years. And so, you know, to me, it's a symbiotic relationship.
2: I'll uh, I'll waste my time on, uh, I don't know, MySpace. That's why I'm going to waste yeah. my time. Smart idea. Yeah. Anyhow. Does that even still, does that even exist anymore? No. No, it's gone <laughs> completely. It, it doesn't, I
0: believe you can still go back onto yeah. MySpace but a lot of the pages have been shut down, so it's just that one guy, Tom, at his desk. Just Tom. Well, yeah, just, just that's there, it. Just wait, waiting waiting wait, for friends. Waiting
2: for the phone to ring. <laughs> just kicking right. that dented can down the road. Uh yesterday I, I left here. I had to I had to go get a tooth removed. Extracted really? if you will. Yeah. From the uh, uh the oral surgeons of Hamden County, uh specifically doctor Sudol. Okay. And uh that's over that's over in Southwick and they uh they really make you feel at home there, you know, with the with the dental chair and the uh, tranquil scenes of the O'Reilly Auto Parts parking lot <laughs> next door, which uh, which which actually made me think, hey, I need to pick up a few things over there. Uh, I'll see, I'll, I'll there see. You go. so that's good advertising for them. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, this thing is the back one. I had to, it's been you know a couple of weeks ago I started having some issues with it, and then I had to go. <clears throat> You know, antibiotics and all that stuff. And then they say, okay, well, you're having it removed on Tuesday the 8th. Okay. So I go to this yesterday. And um, you sit in the chair. Right. And I was waiting, uh, I was waiting quite a while, I think, for him to come in even to administer the Novocaine. And this guy is a barrel of laughs. Really? Yeah. This Dr. Sudol.
0: I got to tell you, uh, of all the uh, the surgeons that I've yeah. uh, dealt with in, in the course of my life, yeah, oral surgeons are probably uh,
2: not always the funniest ones. No, you would you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't think that that's would that's how that would be. Would, would that be yeah. be so funny, right? But but, but he was, and he. The first thing he says when he walks in, "Hey, sorry about the wait here. Uh, some people say it could be like pulling teeth around here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulling teeth, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, here we go. Here, here we comes go. the sideshow." Yeah, right. And then, uh, you know, he's uh, he's dropping one liners left and right. Yeah. Uh, he's like, "Ah, oh, this is a. I'm I'm being silly because this is a serious business." You know, like, uh, oh yeah, know that's- right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, it was, and then he then he, he's like, you know, don't worry. Uh, There's a This just uh, won't take that long. And then he looks at the tools and he goes, oh, I've never seen these before. (laughs) 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 And then, uh, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, this guy puts on a great little show, a great little comedy show. (laughs) Oh, because when he's sticking needles into you, at least he's trying to make you laugh, right? Right. But then I'm thinking about it and I'm going, you know, I bet you the nurses and the assistants and all that other stuff, all all the staff there. We're are probably sick of hearing the same jokes over and over again because you know that that stuff is recycled. Yep. Well, but you know what's But that's but but any good
0: comic, you know, works in his material. You yeah. know, he does the open mics, then plays the smaller rooms. Next thing you know, he's yeah. headlining, and that material is ready for that yeah. Netflix. He's going to be working in ER next Tuesday. <laughs> I told you about my first prostate exam, Molly. You probably shouldn't listen to this yeah. uh, many years ago. I told yeah. you about that, right? Yes the guy the the doctor you know gets ready to to perform the exam. It's my first time ever you know I'm, i've been waiting for years for this to finally happen and he starts and i start laughing yeah and he says are you laughing i said yeah he said in 25 years i never had a patient laugh during yeah. a during a prostate exam i said yeah, i know because i'm thinking about all the great jokes i want to tell
2: because it's very uncomfortable
0: right and as soon as i said a thing i want uh, i'm thinking about all the jokes i want to tell then here's the doctor telling like two or three great prostate jokes at a time. And there's a guy shadowing him and and the guy leans towards and says, "Hey, by the way, I love your show." I'm like, "This is great." Yeah. This is hey, great. See, he's, this, he's know, into know the it. room. Know he, the room. He's into it and you're into it. Well, they're into me. Let's put yeah, that that's, that's what that one. Yeah, that's that's right.
2: When I had my uh my first uh prostate exam, uh that this guy <laughs> I've been going to this guy for probably 25 years sure and he was very dry and he talked like this his name was dr lyons he's now retired now and uh probably living his best life but he was very dry all the time Mm -hmm. he'd give you advice on how to live your life you know in a healthy healthy way and then uh i i I never saw him laugh until this prostate exam thing comes up while you're now 40 years old and you need to you know, think about your male health, and uh, we're going to have to do a prostate exam. And then he said, if you'd like a chaperone in the room, <laughs> I can make, I can do that for you. And I said, Chaperone? Yeah, and I said, a chaperone? I said, listen, man, you and I have been doing this all by ourselves for the last 25 <laughs> years. I don't think we need to add a third person, do yeah, you?
0: This is not the kind of relationship where you say... Yeah. I think we maybe need to see, start seeing other people. Yeah, that, that's yeah, not, right, right, not right. Really,
2: yeah. Where so it should go. So he agreed that we didn't need the chaperone, and then uh, he invited me to his house in Cancun. last week. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come down to Cancun? Maybe you can jet maybe on down, can
0: down for the high jet, holidays. Jet on, yeah.
2: <laughs> jet on down for the high holidays as we celebrate. As we celebrate with a champagne toast. <sighs> uh, so, but yeah, this uh, this Dr. Sudol. Doctor Laffall is really? what his name is. Yeah, he just uh, came one-two punch with the jokes left oh, no. and right.
0: That's you know, when when a, when a doctor has to provide not only good medicinal help, yeah. uh, health, but also provide entertainment along with it. That, you know, that almost excuses all the old, you know, highlight magazines in the waiting room and all that other stuff.
2: Well, it's kind of like being on a Southwest flight. You know, like, uh, yeah, it's right. not your typical crew that you would go in and they'd be all serious and giving people blankets and things like that. No, they're the happy-go-lucky airline. This guy's the happy-go-lucky oral surgeon. He's just pulling teeth left and right.
0: I would love to know where the jokes go if there's, say, some sort of complication in the
2: surgery. I don't know. I'm not really sure about that. But yeah. again, uh, you, uh, as I, I was putting myself in the shoes of the uh, of the staff members there going, He told that joke like (laughs) twenty minutes ago to the same guy.
0: You don't think have I mean I know the writer strike is going on, but you don't think like during like a non strike times they sit around think about like new jokes you can tell.
2: Yeah, he should probably sit down and write some new material. Yeah, probably. I bet you he could come up with the. You can come up with how much dental material can you come up with? Maybe you should uh, volunteer.
0: Yeah. I like to, hey listen. Hey, I got, I got a some- mouthful
2: of jokes for you.
0: <laughs> 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 that would be great. Imagine how maybe able to work off some of the payment for the uh for the uh the surgery you just had.
2: Yeah, good. Yeah. Hey, uh, what time is it? Tooth hurdy. Ha, what a barrel of laughs.
0: So, uh you just had a tooth extracted. Yeah. A wisdom tooth, which is usually about the size of a human fist. Mm-hmm. But uh but you're still here today. I am. See, when I had
2: mine done- I, have, I also have a lapsed gum. <laughs> Ooh, that, that doesn't sound very Yeah, no, good. it doesn't sound it good. looks like a sarlacc pit.
0: I had uh, two of mine removed in my 40s. Yeah. And uh, everyone said, well, why did not you have it done when you were 18? I said, well, because my parents didn't love me enough to pay for that. And I, uh, so I had it done in my 40s. And uh, I had two of them. I, I took a day out. I didn't, I didn't come in here looking to do a radio show with a couple of dry sockets in my mouth.
2: Hey, listen, if I felt uh, differently, uh, maybe I would. I didn't even pick up the prescription for the uh, what was it? hydrocodone or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you don't need it. You just get the uh, Tylenol and Advil and uh, mm-hmm. put some gauze in your mouth and uh, spit blood for a day. Yeah, That's always, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, very Gene Simmons-like. Very, yes, but this is my problem. <laughs> this was this, I didn't have the same problems Gene Simmons had.
0: No, no, this these are totally different. Yeah. So, it, six, success. Tw- very good. 621 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
4: You have an office? Two. What are you
0: waiting for? Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 628 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh
2: it is uh well, you know what Dan Brown can give you the forecast. So i just uh, i have no interest in doing the forecast
5: <laughs> well <laughs> if like you I
2: have lack of interest well because i'm wrong i was wrong yesterday i said it was gonna rain and it was nice like and bright and sunny out and well no, it was a uh, i got a little bit of rain yesterday eventually but sure. I, I said rainy all day long but... well listen
0: uh dan's gonna tell you everything you need to know you, you know if if you told the forecast now it would just be redundant and it uh, would eliminate the need for dan to do it so don't worry about it but it's dan's, all good
2: dan's not even here uh, comedian Brad
0: Upton will be on the phone this after seven o'clock uh, today. Got a couple of great comedy specials that are available on YouTube. Uh, some of the most listened, most watched comedy specials on YouTube ever. They're Brad Upton's. That's crazy. It is crazy. So we'll talk to him after seven.
2: You want to laugh?
1: Sure. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny, how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually on Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock.
2: All right. If a stork is the bird that brings babies, what bird keeps babies away? I don't know. What bird keeps babies away? The swallow. <laughs> I, don't under, I don't understand that as Well, all. they're very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that, I, get, that, I get it. That's what of course it is. If, I'm, I'm sure you've heard. Uh, what? That the bird is the word?
1: How will everybody heard right. about, about the, the bird? bird, it's it's bird, bird, bird the bird, 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 it's it's bird the bird. Banks and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
2: Here's your Western... 6.33
0: with Banks and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai
2: today and get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. A Springfield man was arrested following a home invasion on Saturday morning. Officers were called to a report of a home invasion around 7 a.m. on Fremont Street, according to Ryan Walsh. The victim told police the suspect allegedly broke into their apartment and pointed a gun at them. The victims then hid in a room while the suspect took an unknown amount of cash and left on a bike. Detectives were able to get a description of the suspect, 47-year-old Edward Rallone of Springfield, using city cameras. Rallone was arrested around noon the same day at the intersection of Saratoga and Main Streets. He's facing uh, charges of home invasion and larceny over uh, $1,200. 47 years old and you're doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah, at uh, at forty seven, the last thing I wanted to do was get on a bike. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's just that's just me. I mean, I'd well, I call mean, an maybe, Uber or something.
2: Maybe he's a maybe he's a Peloton douche like me. Could be, could be. He's embracing the Peloton. Maybe he maybe he said one more home invasion, love one more home invasion. <laughs> he's got that English lady, yeah, you get him on. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah.
0: But he's, I'm sure he's in great shape.
2: He's 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 in uh, impeccable shape. He's a, he's buff, he's got a six pack. Well, we'll see how
0: well he does in jail.
2: Oh, maybe he'll uh, he'll he'll uh, beef up in jail. Got a lot of downtime. <laughs> Those weights. <laughs> a dire warning from the chief in the Hamden County town of Chester: there is a deep, desperate need for volunteer firefighters, or emergency calls could go unanswered. Chester Fire Chief Henry Fristic said the uh, number of volunteer firefighters has been on the decline for years. He says they need at least 20 volunteer firefighters to be fully staffed, and right now they're down to just six or seven. That handful of volunteers is responding to every fire and medical call in town. The chief fears what would happen if those volunteers aren't available. Can you imagine if you called 911 and nobody came to the call to answer your need? Unfortunately, that's where we're headed. The chief said many fire departments and surrounding communities are dealing with the same issue. They're holding a recruitment night on August thirty first at seven p.m. at the Chester Fire Department. All right, all right. Well, you
0: know that's the problem. You know, uh, even big cities aren't you know fully staffed with uh, enough people to take care of all the fires.
2: Yeah, you know. Uh, well, uh, but you're you're talking about a volunteer situation where. You're relying on the community to to help you out.
0: Yeah, and yeah. If, you,
2: if you don't have enough people, uh, I guess you would have unanswered calls.
0: I mean, I'm impatient. If I'm going to call nine one one, I want the I want help immediately. I don't have time to wait around.
2: You don't want to wait around for that,
0: I, no. Especially if something's burning. I mean, that's you know the race against time.
2: Yeah, it is a race against time. That's what I house fires are like. The, the one of my biggest fears, like to to be awoken by. Yeah. You know, and then smoke all around you and trying to figure out where you are and being disoriented. That uh, that would suck big time.
0: Trying to find your shoes, your wallet, your phone, yeah, your the keys. keys. Yeah. You know, yeah. All, you know I, I, there's probably a couple of, uh, you know, records I like to pull out of the house. I don't want to lose those. They're make valuable.
2: A, make a coffee before I leave. Yeah. Maybe some breakfast. You know, I, I, I like smoked eggs.
0: I, from my understanding, and I've never been to it. You know, knock on wood. Um, you can't run from a burning house on an
2: empty stomach. No, you actually uh, have to have some kind of yeah. protein or you some got sort it. of yeah, energy boost. More than 80 cats were found inside of a one-bedroom apartment in Berkshire County last
1: Tuesday
2: afternoon. afternoon according to a news release uh, from the Dakin Humane Society in Springfield, the animal shelter assisted in two separate hoarding cases on
1: Tuesday,
2: August, August 1st. 1st. <laughs> The organization brought back several of more than 80 cats found Mm. inside of a one-bedroom apartment in Berkshire County to their facility to provide care. On Saturday, August 5th, Dakin assisted uh, animal control in Hampton County with the intake of over 30 cats and kittens, some of them Siamese and ragdoll breeds. Mm. Oh, ragdoll. Is that the Aerosmith uh, Yes, they're Aerosmith cats. Does it look like Steven Tyler? Joe Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dakin brought back uh, 21 cats to the facility to provide care. According to Dakin's executive director, Meg Talbert, uh, it's very unusual that Dakin responded to two hoarding cases just days apart, but it's a vital part of our mission to answer the needs of our community. Cats that come from these circumstances tend to be very shy and are typically not confident or social around uh, people for what may be an initial period or for their entire lives. Mm. They're perfectly happy to have a home with a cat companion or two, they're very special animals, and we're hoping that people will open their homes and hearts to them.
0: You know, I've had, uh, I've owned cats uh, in the past, and mm-hmm. I don't really mind cats, but I know, I know the kind of vile, disgusting stench that one or two cats can leave in the house. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what that place had to smell like with 80 cats in a one-bedroom apartment.
2: What you got in there? 30 damn pussy cats? You realize, you
0: realize the the, uh, the amount of litter or the cat box that needs to be changed after 80 cats are using it? That's
2: disgusting. It's awful. I like the uh, the hoarder shows where they found the dead cats under the mattress. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a lady flattened them out. She, <sighs> and she forgot that she had them. Yeah. I thought I had 600 cats here. I'm only counting 200. And you open it up, and you're like, oh, uh, cat jacks, like flapjacks, but they're pancakes. They're decorative now. Yeah, yes. Oh, and they're uh, those, those are sprinkles on top of them. No, those are maggots, but that's okay. Uh, Lee Chambers. But we call them jimmies. Jimmies, yeah, jimmies. Yeah, Jimmy's. That's a New England thing. Uh, Lee Chambers from Dakin Humane Society says they're looking uh, for new homes. It's a good-sized collection of cats, and we're hoping that folks might consider adoption or if they want to make a gift of any size to help offset the expenditures. Uh, we'll take that too the uh, cats are getting uh, their medical and behavioral evaluations and some of them are n- uh, of the newborn kittens and cats are being put into foster homes dakin has created an online form to collect contact information for potential adopters and those rescued have reduced adoption fees and some of them have to be waived the uh the foster home thing I never really understood that so you don't get to keep the cat you're just putting it in your house for a while until, until it's they- adopted yeah how often does that happen? I would think that once they get the cat in your house, you're like, Well, you know you said I know for cat,
0: dogs you know? it works pretty well. I I don't know how it works for cats. Okay. I would assume, you know, if you wanted a cat, probably a great way to do it you 'Cause you're 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 saving you're saving the life of that
2: cat. Yeah, I don't wanna know if I want a feral cat though.
0: No, not feral, but uh you know what I'm saying. Hoarded. A yeah, hoarded cat. Six sixty cat eight, yeah, you know, eighty cats, man. That's a
2: Am I crazy or is that a lot of pussycats?
0: Now you're right, Steve. That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of pussycats.
2: Governor Maura Healey has declared a state of emergency for Massachusetts on Monday due to the rapidly rising number of migrant families coming to the state in need of shelter. Uh, Healey Healy is asking the federal government for help as the state continues to increase housing at an unsustainable uh, level. There are currently more than 5,600 families and more than 20,000 people in state shelter. The number is 80% higher than it was last year at this time. Hmm. State employees and our partners have been miracle workers throughout this crisis going above and beyond and support families and using every tool at their disposal to expand shelter capacity by nearly 80% in the last year. But in the recent months, demand has increased to levels that our emergency shelter system cannot keep up with, especially as the number of families leaving shelter has dwindled due to a lack of affordable housing options. Uh, They're putting... The one thing I read was they're putting them in some of these college dorms throughout the state.
0: Yeah. And I'm, and like, I'm trying to, where, was it a UMass <sighs> that they did it?
2: Oh, no. Uh, last week, it was announced that a dorm at Eastern Nazarene College in Quincy would be used to shelter up to 58 families.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. When
2: well, you talk about, like, UMass and these kids going to UMass don't e- can't even get housing themselves they have to be put off campus in the econo lodge yeah so now you're talking about going to different uh different colleges and uh, oh using some of the dorms yeah i don't i don't know a whole hell of a lot about eastern nazarene
0: college i know it's a very uh it's a very religious yeah college for whatever reason that school tried to recruit me when i was in high school really like for why i have no idea but yet they, they went uh, pretty hard to the rim on that one. What's a Nazarene? I don't know, but I hear they're
2: nice. Oh, it's a people, or is it a religion? I, I don't.
0: Uh, I think I think it's a people. But uh, but you know the thing is, uh, some college campuses have enough dorm space to do this. Yeah. But others, like UMass, like you said, you know their enrollment gets you know so high every year they don't have the ability to accommodate. Everybody, but then you have people complaining that
2: you know you've got hotels and motels
0: accommodating you know you know homeless or or refugees or whatever it may be.
2: Get the hotels, the motels, and the Holiday Inn. That's right. Yeah, I can't remember. I
0: can't slide. remember either. I try hey, to remember
2: something about you can't get with your friend or something like that. I can't. Remember. No,
0: that's the Spice Girls.
2: No, that's uh no no no. There's the lyrics in the uh, the rapper's delight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Home, I don't know. Hotel, motel, Holiday inn. Something about getting with your friend. I don't know. I yeah, well, I, I, don't, to, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Up. Uh Listen, I
0: spent all day with the DJ Casper news. Like I'm, you know, I, you can't have me on the Sugar Hill Gang too. Oh, that
2: really devastated you. Didn't it?
0: I tried to do the cha-cha slide yesterday out of uh, out of respect for the death of uh, DJ Casper. Yeah. Wasn't able to do it.
2: Me too. All I kept coming up with was the uh, was the electric slide. Yeah, couldn't do the cha cha. Yeah, could only do tough. the electric. Yeah, a boogie woogie woogie. I uh,
0: think it was the uh, the five hops this time. That was the part I got. That's, I lost count well, after two. You got two. bad
2: knees. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, like
0: bad knees, bad ankles. I really shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. But I just felt like you know the guy's only gonna die once. The I, least I could do is show a little respect.
2: So I'm going back to these uh, these migrant families. You know, I, I went to Westfield State, and uh, I lived in Lammers Hall, which was the, the only dorm at the time mm-hmm. that had an alcohol, like a 21-plus a uh, floor. Really? Yeah. So uh, you think uh, maybe uh, they'll show these uh, families a good time by having a big party up on the fourth floor of Lammers Hall at Westfield State? Uh,
0: I don't see why they wouldn't.
2: Yeah, why not? Yeah, we we could have we could have a, a migrant family beer bash. Why not? You know, think
0: of the lives that these poor people have had. You know, these are there's, there's, uh, being a migrant is not easy. Being a uh, refugee is uh, is not fun. But well, you don't. Have but to... All of a sudden, you're at a at a place. You feel like okay, this is the the next stop in a very long line of getting my
2: life back on track. And whoops, what's this? A kegger? Yeah. And beer pong? That's what I'm talking about. Come on. Let's make some moose juice, get that five-gallon Gatorade container, and the (laughs) pop-off. We're going to town.
0: They've even ordered pizza
2: with a stuffed crust. What? I know. Is this a great country or what? Shut the front door. No, really, shut the front door. We've never never had one of those before. (laughs) What what am I, I, heating the whole whole neighborhood? (laughs) Your Pioneer Valley forecast, today going to be sunny with a high of 84. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 84. 67 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102's Classic Rock Summer is driven by... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6.53, and the Eagles with Bax Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of eighty three. Tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of eighty three. It is uh, sixty six right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, I'm going to be with a road crew this Friday for uh, for uh, Free Music Friday at the MGM Plaza. Ooh, uh, Johnny Six Gun, authentic classic rock the way you remember it will be performing. Uh, we'll be there with the prizes on the Rock 102 table. The Plaza Bar will be open every free music Friday, offering summer cocktails, beers, and non-alcoholic beverages for those of you who don't want the cocktails or the beer. Stop by the uh, TGIF Square. You'll find uh, the White Lion Wild Dandelion Beer Trailer, the new Shot Shed, uh, serving summer offerings from local distillers, Top Golf Swing Sweeten Bar, and Indian Motorcycle 2. And Stapp Sports Bar will be open before and after the concert, so you can still enjoy the fun even after when uh, Johnny Six-Gun has finished. Join me and the road crew this Friday, 7 to 9, at the Plaza at MGM, from Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. You get road rage? No, I don't. Re- not no,
2: I don't at I get, all. You don't sit there and go, a, you jerk.
0: On occasion, someone will uh, will light a fire under me, but it's uh, it's not very often.
2: Well, then that must mean you're the agitator to get all oh, people upset. I'm the sure run. I am. Uh, there was a road rage incident in Texas on Friday, which uh, allegedly started because a man was distracted by his phone and was swerving all over the place. He also didn't notice when a red light turned green. Ooh, that's a that's, violation. That's going right to cost him. The guy driving behind him started honking at him, and then uh, that made him mad. The distracted guy started throwing objects at the other vehicle. The two vehicles stopped, and the distracted guy got out a can of white spray paint and sprayed it in the other guy's face and then on his car. That's when the other guy spray-painted the distracted guy's face. When the police showed up, both guys were painted white. Jeez. They both had white face on. Really? Yeah.
0: That seems weird.
2: That seems a little insensitive, doesn't don't you think? No kidding. Uh, we're assuming the second guy just wrestled away the can and didn't have his own can of white spray paint because what's the chances of two people having two a cans of spray? Who carries spray paint in their car on a daily basis other than maybe a painter?
0: Well, I don't know. I occasionally get the, uh, the urge to, like, you know, tag a wall.
2: You got a whole case of Krylon in your back, uh, oh, yeah. just a, yeah. Uh, yeah. just in case you need to do some tagging on some bridges. Sometimes I feel like graffiti is the only thing that's going to calm me down. Uh, the distracted driver, the one who initiated the spray painting, was arrested and charged with felony criminal mischief.
0: You know, sometimes these things get out of hand. You see that uh, that series on Netflix, Beef? No, I haven't seen that yet. It's a it's about a, a road rage road rage incident between this this man and a woman. And uh, it's all about how this guy wants to get revenge on this woman and how she kind of gets revenge on him. And it ain't just a, a simple road rage incident. It winds up being a bunch of crazy shenanigans.
2: Wow. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good series. Actually, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I've never gotten into a like a fist fight with anybody or, or any kind of... I think the the most I've had was yelling. Some guy tried to cut me off last yeah. year in traffic. Well, he did cut me off in traffic. I was at an intersection mm-hmm. that was slow traffic, you know, at the uh, in the road that I was trying to get into, and this guy just comes up around side the left side of me and just cuts his way into traffic, and I yelled. What'd you yell? I said, "What the F are you doing, you stupid!" You yeah, know, yeah like, that's, like, that's, like that, that sounds of, like Road Rage. Yeah. And then he's like, "Whoa!" Whoa! You know, and then he starts puffing a up Meanwhile, Barry Krieger's on the phone with me on speakerphone, and he goes, "Are you okay? Do you need me to call somebody?" <laughs> You
0: sure Barry wasn't being distracting to you in some way? Maybe he was. His maybe.
2: conversations
0: are fascinating. Well,
2: you know, we were talking about uh, this and that and how to make an egg salad mm-hmm. and uh how to paraglide and well, all kinds of cool things. Yeah, well there, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But uh <clears throat> yeah, I've never I've never had the uh, full fist fight road rage.
0: No. I I I, I just uh yeah, you know, to me life is too short to get pissed off about everybody else. Yeah, no, they're, they're more focused on my own uh, my own insecurities
2: I've been feeling that way lately like it's just like you know what what's the point of getting involved in this yeah there's no there's no reason to get involved in it think about mind- what it does to you I mean it kind of eats you out from the inside uh, say, Nagel mind your own business which you can listen to my podcast by the way on uh, rock 102.com
0: <laughs> uh comedian uh, Brad Upton's gonna be joining us in just a few minutes at 657 on rock 102
1: and now... Vax's view from the couch Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware Your grilling headquarters Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens And Traeger Wood Fired Grills Hey, good morning sports fans How the
0: heck are you? As I'm sure many of you are aware The winning Mega Millions
3: 1.58
0: billion dollar jackpot Was won by a a single winner last night And that person was not me Instead it went to somebody in Florida Who I'm quite certain has no intention of sharing it with any of us And while that $1.58 billion is a lot of money, I can tell you this. There are people out there with a lot more in the bank than Mr. Mega Balls over here. And many of those people happen to be owners of major league franchises. A few days ago, the sports business website Sportico announced their list of the most valuable sports franchises. And topping the list, not surprisingly, is the Dallas Cowboys, who a total team valuation of $9.2 billion. Following them would be the Golden State Warriors at $7.04 billion. Where the Patriots fall on the slips? Mr. Kraft and the Patriots are the fourth most valuable NFL franchise at $6.7 billion. With $1.58 billion, you can forget all about buying a football team. Even the least valuable team in football is too rich for your blood, with the Cincinnati Bengals clocking in at $4 billion. Sure, in baseball, maybe the best you can afford is the Miami Marlins, who are worth only a billion. On the other hand, NHL hockey fra- franchises come pretty cheap, with at least 17 different franchises falling well within your budget. Now, if this were suddenly my money, which I cannot stress enough, it is not, the idea of spending it to become a major league sports owner of, like, the Buffalo Sabres or the Winnipeg Jets doesn't exactly sound like the smartest investment option out there for a guy like me. You're never going to compete with the deep pockets of a Jerry Jones or a Robert Kraft. Your Mega Millions jackpot just a drop in the bucket for those heavy hitter types. No, sir, my opinion. Sports ownership is probably not where you should go with $1.55 billion jackpot sitting in the back pocket of your pants. I would probably go with something far more manageable, like a Wendy's or a Chick-fil-A, because that is where the real money's at. But, hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The DeWalt Compact Drill Driver Kit. Save 40 bucks. A DeWalt Circular Saw. Save forty bucks A DeWalt power tools. Save forty bucks at Rockies with H- your Ace Rewards card. A DeWalt reciprocating saw and angle grinder. You're saving forty bucks right now at Rockies. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Spring. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 7-Eleven and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: Did she ever pass a background check?
0: I don't I don't Jane, know if she ever did not you know, at five least day, five days five
2: day waiting period
0: yeah I don't know if she uh, if she had uh any of that
2: oh, would have been helpful <laughs> would have been finding out who that who that person was that fired that gun
0: yeah I mean she's got to be uh you know properly licensed to carry that gun I mean oh. I would think otherwise she's you know committing a crime
2: she's against bill hB44 or whatever the hell the bill is now
0: yeah I don't I don't know if that's uh true or not comedian uh, brad upton is uh, i guess you could say he's an internet sensation 16.2 million viewers on his uh, dry bar comedy special called will be funny for money uh his other uh, uh, specials done also as well i'm not done yet and uh, he's continuing to do uh comedy shows online all the time both on drybarcomedy.com and free on youtube and uh, he's on the phones right now. It's comedian
2: Brad Upton. How are you, Brad? Brad Upton. What's it like to have the most viewed comedy video
6: ever? It's very surreal, believe me. Because that material <laughs> was stuff I'd been doing in clubs for several years, and then it blew up. I went, "Wow, I've been doing this for a long time." Yeah, how long? So I was surprised.
2: How long have you been? Have you been in the uh, the stand up comedy business?
6: Thirty nine years.
0: 39 years, and it's taken to this very point for you to get 16.2 million views on YouTube.
6: Exactly. It, it, uh, overnight success.
0: I know some comics don't get more than 10, and you've just got six, right. 16.2 million. What, what, in your view, what was it that, uh, that turned things uh, so viral for you?
6: I wish I could answer that. <laughs> I'd, I'd make a bunch of those videos. Yeah, I have no you know, idea. You know, it, it, touched a, it touched a nerve.
2: It's funny that 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 uh, you know we're talking about this because we we know uh, comedian Tom Cotter. I'm sure you've heard of him before. Oh, I know uh, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And and Tom, you know, has been fairly popular for the last twenty or thirty years or so. Uh, but he has in, picked up some steam because of these Instagram reels and these things, his comedy right. bits that he's that he's making. And you watch the comments, and people are going, "Man, this guy's funny." When did he come on the scene? <laughs> and and, and right. you're like, "Yeah, probably back in the early '90s, or maybe even the late '80s." Yeah, said, "Is that uh, what exactly you, right? Is that what you're seeing as far as a response from people?"
6: Yeah, or people will be going, "Hey, when are you coming to Cincinnati?" I'm like, "I've been coming to Cincinnati <laughs> for 30 years." Yeah, I was there last weekend. You missed yeah. me. Took you 40 years. Oh, uh, all the time.
0: Yeah, took you 40 years to be an overnight sensation
6: exactly oh that's right there's a bunch of you know what there's a bunch of really good comics in this country that aren't necessarily big names but they're great and and then people find them on the internet and like oh this guy's terrific and uh yeah like yeah he's been around for a long time
0: yeah i mean it's a it's it's kind of funny how you know you back in the old days when you wanted to go when you want to get some sort of notice it took like you y- you had to be discovered in montreal you had to get a tv deal you got to exactly. get a, a, a movie deal or whatever but now all that stuff doesn't really mean as much you can kind of create your own industry just by you know a lot of hard work and some good luck along the way
6: no absolutely and uh that's the beauty of the internet now as people can discover you you know there's some there's been some singers that have done the same thing, posted videos and people shared them, and all of a sudden they have a hit record without the uh, music industry behind them.
2: You know, I'm still waiting for my little YouTube video to soar me out out into fame. No,
6: it's
2: it's just me eating a hot dog. That's that's pretty much the all the that's video about is. it. I'm waiting. Never know. I, it's got 39
6: views. It could get 40 well, by the end of the day. <laughs> if you're h- eating that hot dog and then get hit in the nuts, it'll go to 20 million.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know that's probably. Well, the, we could recreate that. Best way to do that. <laughs> exactly. So you got you got a
0: couple of uh, you know, specials that are on uh, YouTube and uh, drybarcomedy dot com. Tell us about uh, uh, about that at Drybar Comedy. I mean, it, how did is that something that uh, that you've been associated with for a while, or is that something that was done later for you?
6: Well, that's where I that's where the video was taken that blew up, and uh, I didn't know anything about Drybar. I was one of the very first guys that taped one. I didn't know anything about it. They didn't even know what they were doing. They will tell you that. And, uh, you know, it's it's all clean comedy. And, uh, and so I went, oh, I can work clean. That's not a problem. Tom Cotter is the same boat, right? Yeah, he can work. He can work clean. And uh, so I taped this special for Dry Bar and uh, it just blew up. That was in I taped it in 2017. The first thing blew up in 2018. And then it's just blown up again in the past year. My so I, second special.
2: So I guess when somebody asks you how did that become viral, you'll be like, I don't know, and I really don't care, but it's it's helping me out.
6: Exactly.
0: Right. This is comedian Brad Upton on the on the phone with us. You're a former uh, teacher, is that right?
6: Yeah, I taught fourth grade, and uh, people always ask about that. You know, is that a big change? I go, entertaining a room full of drunks and a bunch of 10-year-olds is the same job.
2: <laughs> you know, having a 10-year-old, I can agree with that statement. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the exact
6: same skill set. Yeah.
0: The, the, the two drink minimum is two drink is two uh, juice boxes or uh, or or milk.
6: <laughs> right. But you still have the same amount of people not paying attention or trying to heckle and you know what I mean. It's the same thing.
2: Yeah, trying to screw the lunchroom out of the two drink minimum, right? <laughs> we're like, yeah. We're not. I'm not paying exactly. for an extra Capri
6: son. What are you out of your mind? Circle around to the end of the line to get a third one. You know how
2: it works. <laughs> but but so did you give up the teaching to continue the comedy?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I quit in June of '86, and I and I thought at the time, well, I'll just see how this goes, and if it doesn't go well, I can always go back to teaching. Yeah. and uh, that's still the that's still the plan in twenty. 20- in 2023, I can still go back to teach. No, <laughs> well, I think, I, I would teach- think by, by this point
0: you're probably saying, "Yeah, no, maybe I'm, maybe I really shouldn't go back to the fourth grade."
6: I could not teach now, and I'll tell you why. Because when I was teaching in the 80s, we could still hit them. <laughs> those were the Ford. days brad those, ah, you're absolutely right Ford.
2: yeah bring back yeah. bring back the days of corporal punishment i i totally agree uh, i'm with not that.
6: saying it was right or wrong yeah. i'm just saying it was very effective
2: well, i think it was, it was like up until the i remember getting hit by a by a nun i got slapped by yeah, a nun when in 1990 that was 1990 so it was still going yep, on then yep. yeah yeah
6: I think it ended about early '90s. That's about when it ended, early
2: '90s. Yeah, I was the last of the uh, millions on that one. You know. Ah, oh, the good old days. ah, oh, the yeah, good old boy. days. Yeah, I was I was part of a very special elite group that no longer exists. Yeah. The kids are used yeah. to get beat.
6: Well, I got swatted. Oh, I'm sure you did. I, and I, I had it coming too. Yeah, I bet you did. You're yeah. gonna be. You got
0: you're coming to a you got a couple of shows uh, coming into uh, New Hampshire, Laconia and Nashua in uh, in December, but you got a pretty uh, busy lineup, including a couple of uh, sh- uh, shows uh, overseas, Singapore, London, uh, the couple. You're going all over the place.
6: I'm making a worldwide tour, and it has two stops. You, usually, <laughs> uh, usually you put a few more dates in there, but uh, these lined up. I went well. I'll do it. I'll kind of half. Half tour, half uh, do shows. But yeah, I go from Ohio to Singapore. That's normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't even know if there's a direct flight from uh, where is it, Mansfield? Uh, yeah, Liberty Township, Ohio to
6: Singapore. <laughs> yeah, direct, nonstop. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would mean, imagine.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. It's cool that you get to travel to another country to to, to perform, but that's kind of like uh, when Bradley International Airport here in, in Hartford. Said, hey, we're an international airport now, but they have like one plane that goes to Ireland like once a month. That makes them an international yeah, exactly. airport. <laughs> and you're an international world touring comedian. I went to Singapore once.
6: <laughs> right. There's there's airports in the Dakotas that have a flight to Saskatchewan and they call themselves international Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's not what right. I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. That's, that's not right. funny. But that's cool that that uh, that you're heading over there.
6: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've only got a couple days in between, and when you travel that far, all I'm going to do is get there and sleep, and then I'll do a show, and then I'll sleep some more, and then I'll travel and sleep. I won't do much, but I'll I'll have fun.
2: You don't want to do any of that Singapore debauchery?
6: Uh, I've been there before. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I have
2: stories. Yeah.
6: yeah, it doesn't take a
0: whole lot to get caned in that country.
6: No, that's right. I'll be I'll be on my best behavior.
0: <laughs> you can check out uh, Brad Upton's uh, two comedy specials, We'll Be Funny for Money, and I'm Not Done Yet, both uh, available on Dry Bar Comedy or for free on YouTube. Brad Upton, great to talk to you. Congratulations on all your success. We appreciate you joining us today.
6: Thanks. It was an honor to, ha- to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: You bet. Brad Upton with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs>
6: Right, but you still have the same amount of people not paying attention or trying to heckle. And you know what I mean? It's the same thing.
2: Yeah, trying to screw the lunchroom out of the two-drink minimum, right? We're like, yeah, we're not, I'm not paying <laughs> for an extra Capri son. What are you, out of your mind?
6: Circle around to the end of the line to get a third one. You know how
2: it works. <laughs> but, but, so did you give up the teaching to continue the comedy?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I quit in June of 86, and I and I thought at the time, well, I'll just see how this goes, and if it doesn't go well, I can always go back to teaching. Yeah, and uh, that's still the that's still the plan in twenty in twenty twenty three. I can still go back to teach. <laughs> no, well, I, I
0: think, I, I I would te- think like, by this point you're probably saying, yeah, no, maybe I'm maybe I really shouldn't go back to the fourth grade.
6: I could not teach now, and I'll tell you why. Because when I was teaching in the eighties, we could still hit them. <laughs>
2: those were the
0: Ford.
6: days brad those, those, you're absolutely right Ford. yeah bring back
2: yeah. bring back the days of corporal punishment i i totally agree uh, i'm with not that.
6: saying it was right or wrong yeah. i'm just saying it was very effective
2: well, i think it was, it was like up until the i remember getting hit by a by a nun i got slapped by yeah, a nun course. when in 1990 that was 1990 so it was still going yeah, on then yeah
6: yeah I think it ended about early 90s. That's about when it ended. Early
2: 90s. Yeah, I was the last of the uh, millions on that one, you know. Ah,
6: oh, the good old days. Ah, oh, the yeah, good old boy. days. Yeah,
2: I was I was part of a very special elite group that no longer exists. Yeah. The kids are used yeah. to get beat.
6: Well, I got swatted. Oh, I'm sure you did. I and I, I had a coming too. Yeah, I bet you did.
0: You're yeah. gonna be- you got you're coming to a you got a couple of shows uh, coming into uh, New Hampshire, Laconia and Nashua in uh, in December, but you got a pretty uh, busy lineup, including a couple of uh, sh- uh, shows uh, overseas, Singapore, London, uh, the couple. You're going all over the place.
6: I'm making a worldwide tour, and it has two stops. Usually, <laughs> usually, uh, usually you put a few more dates in there, but uh, these lined up. I went well. I'll do it. I'll kind of half. Half tour, half uh, do shows. But, yeah, I go from Ohio to Singapore. That's normal, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know if there's a direct flight from, uh, where is it, Mansfield? Uh, yeah, Liberty Township, Ohio to Singapore?
6: <laughs> yeah, direct, nonstop.
0: <laughs>
2: I, <laughs> I would mean, imagine. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's cool that you get to travel to another country to to, to perform, but that's kind of like uh, when Bradley International Airport here in, in Hartford Said, hey, we're an international airport now, but they have like one plane that goes to Ireland like once a month. That makes them an international yeah, exactly. airport. <laughs> and you're an international world touring comedian. I went to Singapore once.
6: <laughs> right. There's there's airports in the Dakotas that have a flight to Saskatchewan and they call themselves international. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's not what right. I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's not pretty right.
2: funny. But that's cool that that uh, that you're heading over there.
6: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've only got a couple days in between, and when you travel that far, all I'm going to do is get there and sleep, and then I'll do a show, and then I'll sleep some more, and then I'll travel and sleep. I won't do much, but I'll I'll have fun.
2: You don't want to do any of that Singapore debauchery?
6: Uh,
2: I've been there before. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I have stories.
0: Yeah. yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot to get caned in that country.
2: No,
6: that's right. I'll be I'll be on my best behavior.
0: <laughs> you can check out uh, Brad Upton's uh, two comedy specials, We'll Be Funny for Money, and I'm Not Done Yet, both uh, available on Dry Bar Comedy or for free on YouTube. Brad Upton, great to talk to you. Congratulations on all your success. We appreciate you joining us today.
6: Thanks. It was an honor to, ha- to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Brad Upton with Bax and Nagle
0: on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: It is going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 84. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 84. It's 68 in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, It's hard to believe, but uh, tomorrow night is the first preseason game for the Patriots. You'll hear that guy now. Hard to believe, but uh, it's tomorrow night. You'll hear that game right on uh, Rock 102, their first preseason tune-up against uh, Houston. Uh, the pregame coverage begins at 4, kickoff scheduled for 7. Bob Sochi and Scott Zolak will bring you all the play-by-play action tomorrow night right here on Rock 102.
2: That's uh, crazy that uh, football
0: season is nearly here. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the summer to end, us for to uh, to quickly trans uh, you know transition into fall and uh, get back into football season.
2: I like how they, uh, hey, let's uh, squeeze some extra money out of this by holding uh, meaningless uh, practice games. For everybody to watch,
0: well, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. This is, this is about uh, pure talent assessment and uh, and roster reductions.
2: It has no uh, influence on the rest of the season. There's no nothing. Uh, well, other than uh, the, you know the
0: players you choose to keep uh, going into week one. I mean, it's uh, it's crucial.
2: Or other than the sports guys on the Patriots radio network uh, yelling at each other.
0: Yeah, but they, the only way to get into midseason form is to be uh, is to be able to drink all the way through to game yeah, two and three yeah. in the preseason.
2: Yeah, you know, when they say it's sponsored by Sam Adams, it's sponsored by Sam yeah, Adams.
0: And, and, yeah, and then you have to wonder, well, who's their sponsor yeah. when they show up to their 12-step programs? I don't know. Anyway, so you'll hear that uh, tomorrow night, Patriots and Houston, right here on Rock 102. We have news next on Rock 102.
2: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 32.
0: With Baxson, Nagel, and Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples Home Buyers. Here's local radio
2: icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Baxson. If you were uh, in Florida recently, you might want to check your Mega Millions jackpot ticket. Someone in Florida won the $1.58 billion Mega Millions jackpot last night, ending a stretch of lottery uh, futility that had stretched for nearly four months A Publix grocery store in Neptune Beach sold a winning ticket, according to the Florida Lottery. The winning numbers drawn were 13, 19, 20, 32, 33, and the yellow ball, 14.
0: I haven't uh, really checked uh, my quick picks from yesterday, but, uh, you know, if I'm not the winner, if it didn't say, uh, you know, bought in East Longmeadow, Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm probably not going to even bother looking at the ticket.
2: I had—I uh, told you—I had my buddies over the over the weekend at my house, mm-hmm. and uh, I took them out uh, for a night of uh, debauchery on the town. Sure. And uh, every time we stopped somewhere, they would buy uh, like Mega Millions uh, quick picks.
0: Well, how so many? Spent not-
2: like f- probably sixty bucks on quick picks. On quick picks. Wow. Not one number. They didn't get one number. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, out of all of those tickets. Yeah, the the odds of winning
0: are very very bad. But you know, now you have like this one dope in uh, in Florida. Yeah. Now he's got one point five eight billion dollars on the table. You have any idea how much money that really truly is?
2: Wouldn't it be? Uh, wouldn't it be funny if it was somebody like uh, famous or you know?
0: Yeah. Like remember like when you we were young and the idea of being like a millionaire was like yeah. you know, almost like uh, you know unfathomable. Yeah. That's just 1 million dollars.
2: This is 1 billion dollars. Yeah, 1.58
0: billion dollars. Which,
2: which is only like 700 700 million after taxes. Pff,
0: still, still nothing. Still, still nothing. I'd find a way to I'd find a way to get along.
2: They screw you every which way you can. Every which way they can. They I'm messing around.
0: Yeah, but but even if I had seven hundred million dollars, that would be seven hundred times more than the average millionaire who's just squeezing by with a million bucks.
2: That's seven hundred million dollars more than what you have right now.
0: You're damn right, it yeah. is. I got four bucks in my pocket.
2: That's it, four bucks. Oh, well, then you'd have six hundred ninety uh, nine million. Uh, well, I don't know. I figure that out. How much would be
1: nine hundred ninety
2: nine? Don't, uh, do, yeah,
0: don't look at me for math.
2: Well, you you usually go into the math problems when you're not even asked to. Right. Now I'm telling you, let's go into the math problem. You don't even want to touch it. <clears throat> you know why? Because you know you're going to be wrong. I know I'm going to be wrong. I
0: know
1: it.
2: Crews in Springfield were on the scene for a structure fire on Union Street.
1: Tuesday
2: afternoon. According to the Springfield Fire Department, firefighters arrived at the scene for reports of emerging fire at an apartment building on Union Street. The fire has been knocked down and it left one person displaced. No report on any injuries. Officials advise the public to avoid the area. Uh, as they clean all that up, the Arson and Bomb Squad are investigating the cause of the fire. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was another uh, Connecticut story here that I wanted to read, and now I don't seem to
0: have Well, it. could you uh, loosely
2: paraphrase it? Yeah, it was about the, uh, the state troopers... Uh, they don't want their names released, which I thought was kind of ironic.
0: And um, that whole ticket scandal oh, thing—the the ones that, yeah, the ones that are writing fake, uh, tickets. the ones
2: that wrote fake names don't want their names listed. Well, yeah,
0: that would be very embarrassing.
2: Uh, the Connecticut State Police Union, the Connecticut State Police Union, is taking action to stop the state from releasing the names of the troopers possibly involved in a state police ticket scandal. About a month ago, an audit found state troopers may have falsified nearly 30,000 fake tickets. Some speculated that it was because troopers who appear productive are often eligible for federally funded overtime. Now there's a push to release the names of the officers in the audit, and the union is fighting it. And It wrote a letter to the police commissioner which highlighted that not all of the officers named in the audit were wrapped up in the scandal. The union cannot st- uh, stress strongly enough that it would not only jeopardize the pending criminal administrative investigations, but is also highly likely to put the health and safety of our troopers at risk. It argued that it would not only put the troopers at risk, but their families. The letter ended by saying it was seeking uh, injunct- injunctive relief in the court to try to stop the release. Do you think they care about? like when they put a criminal up that might not be guilty and they put all their information out there that they care about what their families are getting into if they're wrongly accused of something?
0: Uh, I, I don't believe the they, answer to that question is no.
2: Yeah, I don't think they do. And it's kind of, it takes a lot of balls to say, well, I'm not, uh, I don't want my name released, even though I made 30,000 fake ones mm-hmm. over the course of five years. Do you remember
0: a couple of years ago we were having a heated discussion about the idea of police quotas? Yes, and uh, we were we were told, and un- to no uncertain terms, that police do not operate under the guise of quotas. Yeah. If you're going to reward a police officer, uh, additional overtime mm-hmm. based upon how many tickets he's writing. Yeah. That's a quota. Yeah, that's a quota. It's a quota. Yeah. Not only is that a quota, this is a quota being fulfilled
2: with false but with false tickets I don't think it was a quota to it was a quota to to offset the racial disparities. That's yeah, what it was. It was right. like, okay, you know what? We uh, pulled over uh, 10 Hispanics. I guess we got to come up with five fake white guys to counteract that.
0: But you have an, an additional quota that if I reach a certain threshold in how many tickets I write, regardless of who I write them to, although let's assume they happen to be Caucasian fake drivers, then I've reached another yeah. Uh, threshold and as a result i will be rewarded federally funded overtime yeah
2: i guess you're right these
0: i think are the very definition of quotas which allegedly do not exist state police work
2: which makes this even more ridiculous like how arrogant do you have to be to think that nobody will ever catch me by doing this no
0: and by the way can we please keep my name out of the press
2: yeah like how was it recorded did you have to did they have to sign off that this person was caucasian or something like that when they wrote the ticket i mean because that information could probably be easily checked by running somebody's license. And if you run somebody's license who doesn't exist, then you'll find out, hey, we don't even know uh, what the race of this fictitious person is. Who is this Pat McGroin? Who is this guy?
0: Philip McCann. Uh,
2: no, Phil McCavity. That's... that's. Uh, <laughs> that was- Mr. McCracken? Yeah. Uh,
0: Phil McCracken? Uh, that's
2: what I said. Why don't you just release a bunch of fake names for these cops? You yeah. Know? Like uh, uh, Sergeant Hugh G. Rection. Can we have him? <laughs> or or, uh, or uh, yeah. uh, Lieutenant Damn, son.
0: <laughs> uh, it says your first name here is Ivan? Yes, that's correct. And what's your uh, your second name? It's uh, uh, Ivan Offel Krochich.
2: How about uh, how about uh, officer glanz harry glanz <laughs> yes and then uh, and then our female officer, ivana ivana duit yeah. <laughs> yeah i think uh, i think she was in there too yeah right uh let's see is there uh, is there anything else going on here uh, that i could talk about uh, you got the uh, the cats more than 80 cats found in a one bedroom apartment in berkshire county right 80 cats were found inside a one-bedroom apartment in Berkshire County last Tuesday. According to a news release from the Dakin Humane Society in Springfield, the animal shelter assisted in two separate hoarding cases. On Tuesday, August 1st, the organization brought back several of the more than 80 cats found inside the one-bedroom apartment in Berkshire County to their facility to provide care. On Saturday, August 5th, they assisted animal control in Hamden County with the intake of over 30 cats and kittens, several of them signees and ragdoll breeds all right so they're going to remove the cats
0: right they're yeah. going to do that what do they do to the apartment does she have to vacate the apartment i mean i would assume if it's an apartment then a landlords probably want to fumigate the room
2: well there's probably uh i would imagine a health inspector came in and said this place is uninhabitable until it can be cleaned up Imagine all that cat poop. Oh you got to clean God. up 30 this, cats this. inside of a one-bedroom apartment.
0: Listen, I had a 1,500-square house with two cats, yeah. and it stunk up the joint.
2: Yeah, I don't uh, I don't like the uh, the idea of the cat smell. I'm yeah. not, uh, not a big fan of that.
0: I you know, I have no problem with cats. I don't mind cats at all. I, I had a huge problem with a cat box I have a and pro- being the only one qualified
2: to change it. I have a big enough problem with the smell of a guinea pig. Do you ever have one of those in your house, a guinea pig? Well, that's not what I would have Molly, called her. Did you but... ever have a guinea pig in your house? I did not. Hamster,
4: anything like that? I'm not big on the rodents. Right, because your
2: parents are smart. Yeah, right. Saying, no, we're not getting you that crap.
0: But none of your siblings wanted a, a lizard or or an amphibian. I
4: feel like guinea pigs or like anything like that always have the most tragic death stories. Like you never hear of it just passing of natural causes. It's like, oh yeah, the dog got it or something like that, and it's always oh, really sad. Well, yeah. uh, and you're I never give
2: me some ideas. Here, <laughs> Bobby, thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sorry, he just, uh, he wanted a chew toy. He, he chased it right into the couch. He lost his ball. I had to give him a guinea pig. But uh, yeah, those things are disgusting. If it, if your child comes to you and says, can I get a guinea pig? The answer should be a resounding no, absolutely huh. not. That, yeah. is, that vile varmint is not coming into this house. I wish I had said that. You know, I, I, I wish I had said that.
0: I don't like to judge people. Not, go ahead and judge it's me. Not, no, I'm not judging you. I, I don't like to judge people at all. But uh, you know, I knew a girl in high school, okay? I always thought uh, she was kind of cute. You yeah. know, I thought, uh, boy, she's uh, she's quite a looker. Yeah. And then one day in school, she's in high school, she brings her pet to school. It was a tarantula. Oh, for God's sakes. I no longer thought she was cute. At that yeah. point, I'm like, nope. Well, I yeah, would never ask her out on a date if she's bringing that tarantula.
2: Yeah, that would kill it for me too. I'm that is that is a, that you, is a you've, buzz killer. Right, you lost there. your cuteness, you and your nasty tarantula. Yeah, you were a good looking young lady at the time, but then you bring that tarantula to school. Hey, listen, Peter Brady almost got bit by one of those things because he was wearing that bad luck tiki.
0: And then look what happened.
2: Yeah, then Mr. Uh, Brady lost the plans. Right, and then they had.
0: And I think that that's when they went back, and then Craig, mo- uh, Greg moved up to the attic and removed the door and
2: put puka shells on the, in the, uh, the, jam. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that right. whole thing. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that happened. Uh, did I tell you I was watching the Brady Bunch a few weeks ago? And I actually made an Instagram reel about it. It was the, 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 the subtitles were not matching up with the episode of the Brady Bunch, <laughs> so it was uh kind of indicating that uh, you know Robert Reed talking to Marsha was talking to Mrs. Brady. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it kind of made it very weird, that had and uncomfortable. To
0: be, that had to be weird.
2: Yeah, that's a that's quite the bunch they got there. That Brady <laughs> bunch, you know. I know. Yeah, yeah. that's blended families. But uh, yeah, don't don't. It was kind of fun to watch though, with all the fake subtitles on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was one, it was another episode of the Brady Bunch, overlaid on whatever the current episode you were watching. So they were all mismatched like that. I don't know how that thing works. How does that do thing work? I don't know.
0: I, don't know. Uh, I, I, I just know the, the plot lines are usually so sophisticated and complex in the show that it was very hard to follow in real time.
2: Well, do you know how hard it is to get Davy Jones to come and uh, sing at your high school dance? Are you doing your high school dance? Virtually impossible. You know I'm. You the
0: mean put- a day how hard it is to convince your whole family that you're dating a man named George Glass they bought it though.
2: Absolutely. They all bought it, And you know what? Turned out he was real in the end. It took Marsha
0: almost four and a half minutes before she felt any pain when that football hit her in the nose.
2: Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs>
0: And there's still four and a half yeah. minutes unaccounted for when Peter Brady got locked in that meat cl- uh, the, that meat uh, uh, freezer with Sam the butcher. We don't know what
2: happened during those four minutes. That is a little uh that is a little scary. Yeah. That locked seemed... locked in a freezer with a grown man. Yeah, that seemed very convenient. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> That's about. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. That's uh-huh. what Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. uh-huh. 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 Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Uh-huh. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 83 and tomorrow rainy with a high of 83. Looking at 68 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagle and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Oh yeah! Two Springfields classic rock at 752 at ACDC with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
2: Mostly sunny today with a high of 83, tomorrow rainy with a high of 83. It's 68 in downtown Springfield.
0: You know, after the show today, you'll be able to uh, download and listen and subscribe and rate uh, the... The daily podcast. Yeah, you know, if you miss the Bax and Nagel show, it's the you don't feel bad about it. You always go back and review. And uh, while you're listening to that, you can also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Hugh Patterson from the band uh, No Alternative. Really interesting uh, conversation with a guy who uh, who didn't get a chance to record his music when he was in that band back in the early uh, '80s. But there's a live album out now called Live at Mabuhay Gardens, uh, November seventh, nineteen eighty. A show from uh, San Francisco. At, at, at a hell of a club. And it's a really, really good record. uh Talk to him, and you'll hear it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all brought to you by ZM Home Buyers and Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock.
2: Well, before you hear that, now hear this.
1: Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: I think some of these videos are fake. Kyle or Kindle Brett, a uh, TikToker out of Tennessee, woke up early in the morning to find a dog's head popping out from her bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. She had been doing a bathroom renovation, and somehow the random pup got stuck. Here is a clip she posted when she first discovered the dog, Lulu.
4: This is not my dog, sweet baby. How did you get there? How did this happen? And what do I do about it? I mean, he's chill. Oh my gosh, like what do I
2: do? The dog Lulu has been successfully reunited with her owner, but I find that fake. It's fake. not real. It's fake. First you of just all, randomly found a dog in your bathroom renovations.
0: First of all, I knew it was fake based upon that accent. I don't even know what. I don't even know what. Where sh- this woman's coming
2: from? Oh, come on, you cute little southern belle. I don't know why anybody would keep you in here and is locked in this bathroom like that.
0: Yeah, see, it also it sounds so fake. Sounds fake when you do it. Sounds fake when she does it.
2: What are you talking about? I was pretty authentic the way I did that. <laughs> yeah, you sounded authentic just... authentic voice when it, I... It's uncanny how
0: you you capture her essence, but if I didn't believe it the first time, I'm not going to believe it the second.
2: A uh, woman may be facing animal abandonment charges after leaving her dog behind at the Pittsburgh International Airport because she couldn't uh, bring it on her flight. Uh, she attempted to bring it on as an emotional support animal, but that was denied. Here is Allegheny County uh, Police Sergeant Jason Donaldson
6: talking about what happened. We were able to determine that the dog's owner had attempted to fly with the dog this morning and was denied boarding due to having an improper cargo container. In turn, the dog was abandoned and its dog's owner continue to its resort destination as intended the owner also attempted to fly with the animal under the pretenses of being an emotional support dog but was denied boarding for that as well
2: didn't everybody uh, take into consideration that maybe the dog just lost the parking ticket and was trying to figure out a way to prove that he was only at the airport for like in two hours and he couldn't mm-hmm. get on the flight and uh, he's not paying a full day of 56 dollars yeah. when he clearly only needs to pay 13.
0: i think that's a good possibility i also think this is a possibility Let's say the dog forgot his cell phone at home and was unable to provide proof of his boarding pass. Yeah. Didn't have the proper QR code on right. there for, to, to scan.
2: Well, uh, why don't you go over to the desk and get it? Well, I don't have my ID on me. Well, if you can't have your ID, you can't fly at all anyway.
0: I left it in my other coat.
2: Yeah. And then, they, you know, and then they're patting him down. He's got a bone on him. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, back up. hey, here. Uh, you Mo- step out of line, sir? Hey, uh, Muhammad Atta here, I don't know what you're doing with the bone in your pocket, but uh, that's not allowed on the planes anymore.
0: And the dog steps out of line and says, I've been framed, man.
2: Yeah. And then you all know. of a sudden, the search dog is just laughing in the corner going, right. I got him, didn't I? These are all the hypothetical situations <laughs> that would happen to a dog at the airport. <laughs> abandonment wasn't what i would yeah. think of a diner in maryland is offsetting rising food costs by turning bacon grease into soap here is the owner sam de talking about uh, why and how he's making this soap and that it's helping save well, his well this is
6: actually something
2: my great-grandmother did when we were growing up um she'd collect all her bacon grease and make soap out of it it kind of just popped in my mind you know we're frying off so much bacon every day i see all that grease and i just experimented i called my grandfather and he walked me through the recipe and I came up with something I really liked. We collect all the bacon grease. I clean it really well till it's just like pure odorless lard.
3: So you just mix it with water mm-hmm.
2: and all like the crud, the odor, everything you don't want gets caught in the water. Right. And you just left with this lard on top that you cool and you scrape off and you repeat that process a few times and you're just left with this pure lard that's really, really good for your skin. And I like to talk like everything is in a question. <laughs> Do you ever have bacon grease? And one time, we were working out in the kitchen, and my grandfather said, you can turn this bacon grease into soap, and it'll be nice and clean, and it'll help save your business. You know people who talk like yeah, that? Yeah, I do.
0: I know a lot of adults. Yeah. Like, like people in their 50s and 60s still talking like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: And uh, finally, uh, this is what it would sound like if country legend Hank Williams sang N.W.A.'s Straight Outta
5: Compton. <laughs> straight out of compton crazy mother f- named ice cube from the gang called Fellers with attitudes when
0: I'm called off I gotta sold off squeeze the trigger and bodies are hold off you too boy if you' f- with me the police are gonna have to come and get me off your f- that's how I'm
2: going out for the pump mother f- going yeah, I, like I like your it I like neighborhood you better dog Cause
1: I cube is crazy As I leave
0: Believe I'm
3: something.
0: I'm coming straight at a call AK-47
5: <laughs> is the tool
0: Don't make me act like a mother Fool Your weekly, monthly,
2: yearly And tell them dumb mother See clearly yeah, there you go. Very I think it's working forward. out okay. Yeah, I think we're all screwed. I think that's what it's really coming down to. This was better than uh, Dynamite Hack's version of, uh, what was the song? Uh, Dynamite Hack did, uh, I think it was NWA that they did. I don't even know. A Boys in the Hood. They did Boys, Boys in the, the hood? hood. Yeah, okay. yeah, and that was a good one. But this is this is not Hank Williams singing Straight out of Compton. Very well done. Very, sir. very well done. It's a uh, 758 and that's now here this with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. GG Inks screen printing and embroidery. They print And
1: now Vax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? As you know, if you happen to be the sort of person who likes to slap down an occasional wager on an upcoming sporting event, you used to have to worry about things like getting your kneecaps whacked with a tire iron. Today the world of sports gaming is very different, now you can download apps on your phone or visit a nearby licensed casino without the fear of sleeping with the fishes, or possibly worse. So in an effort to smoothly hop onto this bandwagon in a way that couldn't possibly be seen as a hypocritical conflict of interest, ESPN has decided to get in on the sports gambling business and really make something out of it. Yesterday it was announced that ESPN has entered into a 10 year agreement with Penn Entertainment to rebrand that company's book as ESPN Bet. To do this, Penn has agreed to pay ESPN $1.5 billion in cash, which will be paid out over the next 10 years. And in exchange, Penn will provide ESPN with $500 million in warrants, which will allow them to purchase 31.8 million shares of the company's stock. The results of which will give both companies uh, the opportunity to pony up their brands together, giving Penn Gaming exclusivity, while ESPN now has the ability to link gaming with all of their digital platforms. Of course, this all comes just a few short weeks after ESPN executives went on a firing spree that resulted in a talent-rich bloodbath, a slaughter that included everyone from Mike Breen to Jeff Van Gundy to Max Kellerman to Keyshawn Johnson to Susie Colber and many more. And out of nowhere, ESPN suddenly runs into a Mega Million-style jackpot in which they stand to make billions of dollars more every single year for the next 10 years. Well, that certainly seems like a fine combination of fiscally sound business practices and gutless cruelty, but who am I to complain? Sure, there are a bunch of well-seasoned broadcasters who just had their metaphorical kneecaps broken by the corporatized equivalent of Paulie Walnuts, but on the positive side, you'll now be able to get all the sports stories and money lines on an ESPN digital product and gamble your way into financial insolvency without having to download anybody else's app to do the same thing. If you're the if, if that kind of convenience and loyalty means losing Max Kellerman and Susie Colbert, well, then I guess that's just damn good business. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You got a painting project in South Hadley? You need to be talking to Kendra. She's the paint whisperer at the South Hadley Rockies. There's at least one smart, friendly paint advisor in every Rockies Ace Hardware location. And in South Hadley, that person is Kendra. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock, 10- rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight twelve and Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: Uh, there's something going on on I-91 South, and the traffic is backed up through downtown Springfield. I don't know what's going on. I don't see any updates about anything, but uh, I heard that it's quite the mess down there. So 91 South. 91 South through downtown is uh, not doing so hot. All right. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind.
0: Because I know, I know, like, you know, Will Reichelt and uh, Ed Sullivan are supposed to stop by here today, yeah, right? And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, we hate to think that they, uh, you know, got off on the wrong
2: on ramp. Yeah. You know, and, uh, stuck in traffic. Well, maybe they're causing the traffic backup. They're the ones, they are the, uh, agitators, mm. traffic agitators. Right. Maybe Will Reichel decided to jump out of the car in the middle of it and said, I'm gonna, I'm running to Rock 102 this morning.
0: You know what I would like to hear? What? I would like to hear, I'm sorry we got caught in traffic. We were too busy buying you guys stuff at Donut Dip.
2: Yeah, yeah, we would like to hear that. We'd like to hear I that. But I don't think that's ever going to happen.
0: Yeah, probably not.
2: Yesterday I took a trip uh, to the Salvation Army over in uh, Westfield because... That's what I do. Were
0: well, you looking as, as to re, to be a recruit?
2: Yeah, I'm actually uh, yeah, I am in the recruiting office at the yeah. Salvation. Army. <laughs> the,
0: the National Guard Salvation Army unit.
2: I'm there to show everybody that anyone can get into the Salvation Army. <laughs> I remember I, I used to work with a guy. He was a, he was a Marine recruiter. Short, tiny little guy. Yeah, and then uh, you know, every, they're like, "Yeah, I was in the Marines. I was in the Marines." And then the other the guy who was a Marine goes, "Yeah, he was in the recruiting office to show that anybody can get into the Marine Corps." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, I I found some uh, some great albums there, really. And let me see if you can recognize some of this stuff from your youth. Are you sure, ready? I'm ready. All right, here you go. Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe. Uh, It should be on. I don't know know why it's on my my, my computer. No, no, no. I got it. Why is this? I don't understand. Uh, Is is your computer on mute? No, the computer's not on mute. This is not on mute. I don't know. You have my PC on. I do, yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Well, I guess that ruins that bit because I don't know how to do it.
0: Okay, well, uh, sing a little bit.
2: I can't (laughs) sing a little bit of it. It's Mitch Miller in the gang. Didn't you ever have a Mitch Miller album at your house? Ah.
0: know if my parents had a mitchman i
2: don't understand why this isn't working
0: it works every other day
2: it does connect to a device uh this web browser yep there you go Uh i don't know why this isn't working okay you know i i give up i give up on this whole this whole thing I, I just, I, you, I, whenever we ask for equipment, we don't get equipment that we need, and right. we don't get things that will work right. And...
0: You want Mitch Miller, right? That's yeah, I, guess so. okay. I guess let, let so. I guess so. Let me see if I can get this. It to... kind of ruins my whole bit that I had planned here. No, no, Steve. No, no, no. We'll find a way to salvage it. Are, Are you, you sure? S- yes.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, Mitch Miller. Ooh, what, was that? what was that? Okay. Why is that playing and not this one? Uh, ready? I'm ready. Let's see if we can do this. Now ah, here we go. Mitch Miller. Why did it take so long? I don't know. Once there was a little girl who lived next to me.
1: And she loved a sailor boy. He was only three. Now he's on a battleship in his sailor suit. Just a great
2: big sailor band, but this is a, a medley from Mitch Miller and the gang. Is Sing along with Mitch. Yeah, I like that. I used to. This brings me back uh, to memories of my grandmother sitting there smoking Eve Light 120s and drinking uh, Gilby's Gin Martinis and then telling everybody to bring out the Monopoly game because we're going to play it the wrong way. Yeah. I uh this always reminded me of very much of uh Massachusetts very own
0: Ray Conniff.
2: Remember Ray Conniff? Oh, Ray Conniff. Ray Conniff, Ray Conniff yeah, Singers. I, do you have Ray Conniff in front of
0: you? Uh, we'll see if I do here. Yeah. Ooh. Cha 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 cha
2: cha cha. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Besame Mucho.
1: Best
0: oh,
2: yeah. I remember these. Yeah. My parents had all of these. And right. it was like walking into that Salvation Army, it was like, yeah, this is like being in my childhood again. I horrible, my, horrible memories.
0: I remember going to like my uh, my uncle's uh, house for like you know Christmas and mm-hmm. Easter or whatever, and he would have this this all these uh all these records. Like in box sets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All
2: of them. Yeah. Box Yeah, I saw you know what they have. A, they have a ton of albums over there that are in really good shape.
0: Yeah, like, I, I've actually got a couple of these kinds of box sets in the
2: in the office. They're all on on vinyl. But and, did you get them at a Salvation Army?
0: No, you know what it was um, not all of them at a Salvation Army. But whenever somebody had to uh, had a parent who died or they were moving and they didn't want to move uh, albums, yeah. they said, "Hey, you're in radio. Why don't you take this gigantic stack of records?"
2: Uh, I have another one that you would probably recognize. All right, the uh, the music of Al Hurt. Oh, you know, yeah. hurt. Sure. Why is this not playing? I don't know. What are you doing? Here we go. Okay. Here we go. I love this. It's like lounge music. Yeah. I think we, don't you play this? Oh, yeah. Haven't you played this on uh, one of our background yeah. tracks, a uh, couple of different interviews? I love this A little song. Bossa Nova kind of move, you know? You know, know, but, meow. See, you know all the lyrics, I don't <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I found this gem This okay. is uh, Bobby, Darren, and Johnny Mercer Ooh. Two of a kind This is uh Who Takes Care of the Caretaker's Daughter while the caretaker's busy taking care Right here on Rock 102 W-A-Q-I I takes care of Almost. the caretaker's daughter Man, you you picked up some gems Oh yeah, this is a good one Apple. Yeah, man, that's alright Who does take care of the caretaker's daughter really While the caretaker's busy me, taking I care of I know the caretaker, he must take care while he's taking care she's alone somewhere but yeah these are these are
0: questions the that, that that would never be asked today in today's uh, in today's music
2: and then uh, and then of course uh, this is another one of my childhood uh, memories it's the Clancy brothers oh, oh, yeah. along with Tommy makem sure this is the work of the weavers mm. you ever hear
0: the work of the weavers can't say I have
2: can't. It it Pete Seeger's on this, too. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, if it wasn't for the weavers, what would you do? You wouldn't get the cloth that smell the wool. You wouldn't get the coats or the wax. The if it wasn't for the weavers. You know what my
0: problem is with folk music? What? It's usually performed by folks.
2: And you don't like that. Big...
0: Some folks I don't care for.
2: Well, what about Irish folk music like this? Yeah, I, uh, I, that's, uh God, that's... I can't get into it. And then, uh, finally I picked up a... Oh, I know you know this one.
4: Little Jim. Well, the times that try men's souls... In the course of our nation's history, the people of Boston have rallied bravely whenever the rights of man have been threatened. Today, a new crisis has arisen. The Metropolitan Transit Authority, better known as the MTA, is attempting to levy a burdensome tax Ooh. on the population Ooh, in the... Charlie of the MTA? Yeah. Yes, Charlie! Hear me out. This, this could happen, happen to, to you. you. I really like
2: this song.
0: Yeah, it's a good
2: song. Yeah, yeah. I remember my dad getting really drunk and uh, saying how much he loved this song, too. Well, let me tell you of a story Of a man named Charlie On a tragic and fateful day He put tensions <laughs> in his <laughs> <body. He> pocket <laughs> in his, his wife and family Went to ride on the MTA Well, he, he never returned No, he never returned And
1: his fate is still unlearned
2: What a bet he May ride right forever Near the streets of Boston he's, he's a man who never returned Oh, man, you Charlie talk about Henry Henry uh, Good old-fashioned family Fun nights with uh, this me the, wh- whipping out these records and having a good old time.
0: That is the Kingston trio. It is the Kingston. That's what I thought. Yeah.
2: He couldn't yeah. get off the train. They, I ra- know. they raised the fare while he was on the train.
5: Never
2: return, and his fate is still
1: unlearnt. But be right forever Neat the streets of He's Boston. A He's a man who
2: never returned. And there you go. That was my little trip to the uh, Salvation Army. Wow! So that's look at all the gems you can find. Man, right? There. That's what you were doing in Westfield. And my guess is for
0: all of that music that you picked up, cost you about four dollars and fifty cents. Uh, six dollars.
2: Ooh! That, man. Uh, that so, Kingston Trio album was yeah, that's hot, valuable, hot
0: stuff. Spent all day, and Discog's figuring out that one. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, 821 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The Wings. F- rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 828 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: Uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 83. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 83. It's 69, giggity in downtown Springfield. I do have to tell you about a two-car accident on 91 South Exit 6. So that's what's causing traffic back up. Uh, I don't know have any other details about the accident, but mm-hmm. that's what's causing uh, the backup. So don't go I ninety one south through downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, we should probably check in as uh, you know we have uh, an intern this week and uh, next week uh, Molly is here. She'll be joining me at uh, Free Music Friday at uh, at MGM. Oh, she's doing a lot of the, on the road uh, the, crew, doing road crew mm-hmm. stuff, and she's also in charge of the TikTok accounts uh, uh, here am. in the building. Wow. And hey, so you know
2: what? We never gave Ted any of those responsibilities. You're
4: doing
0: way yeah. better than that kid is. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. How'd that work out? Anyway, what what? Uh, how are we doing right now with the TikToks?
4: So we're at 594 followers, so we've gained like 220 since yesterday. Wow. Okay. But we've had a slow growth morning this morning. So. Well, we, we um,
2: have that kind of problem around here a very slow growth yeah with progression of humor uh, <laughs> content entertainment yeah. it's a slow uh, progressive thing. we
4: plateau
0: yes you know but then all of a sudden we burst through that plateau now I said I would like to see us get like 775 by the end of business today and then what are we up to now?
4: We're at five ninety four. dollars Oh,
0: uh, we can
2: do way better than My, that. Everybody I feel go like on we tic- can. Everybody go on TikTok and follow the Rock 102. It's Rock
4: 102 uh, uh, on TikTok. We uh, post some fun stuff. There was some
2: uh, woman, and I don't want to say who this
0: woman is, but I think this woman, Suzanne knows who I'm talking about, uh, where she said, uh, I don't have TikTok, so could you post these videos on Facebook instead? No. I'm like, no, it's TikTok. And she's like, well, I don't want to have to download one more app to my phone. And yeah. I'm thinking how phys- what kind of physical exertion does it take some people to download a TikTok? app on their phone.
2: You don't have to download the app in order to view a TikTok. If somebody sends you a link to something, if, you should you'd have to- like...
4: You'd have to be sent the link in order to see it without yeah. the app. So yeah. that, that's a little difficult, but it, it does not take much work, and I, I promise you will not regret it. Uh,
0: you might regret some of it. I mean, I've seen some, not not in this station, but the other one in the building, I've seen some of those. That's a very uh,
2: old woman <laughs> hey, thing Hey, I make say. those too. Yeah, but it's not your <laughs> fault. It's, not,
0: it's, not, it's the subject matter. <laughs> right. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is this. It, it takes nothing for you to download. It takes uh, nothing- more than a minute or so. And frankly, if you got something to hide from the Chinese government, they're going to find it out one way or another. So
4: TikTok is worth it.
0: Yeah, it's totally worth it. It will uh, send uh, you into a, uh, a tailspin of hours of nonstop laughs and excitement.
4: I,
2: I always. Uh, f- get amused at people who say, like, I won't download that. They're stealing all your information. Meanwhile, they have an Alexa in their house. And yeah. the, the thing is listening to them. <laughs> they're using Siri all the time. They're, it's they're, like, or, they're
0: ordering stuff from Amazon yeah, Prime yeah. and not thinking they're being tracked. I, hate I
4: feel th- like if you have things to hide from the Chinese government, you have a bigger issue on your hands. Yes,
2: exactly. Because <laughs> they will find you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah l-
4: They I, will with or without TikTok. Right. I have no
0: secrets on my phone that any government could possibly use.
2: That's right. There's nothing on your. Uh, no. What do you, what kind of secrets you got on there? I got none. I got no secrets. No recipes. I got a couple of secret yeah, recipes. See, what if they have a recipe for that? Uh, didn't you get you gave me a recipe for uh, like a prime rib one time, like a mustard rub? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If the Chinese get a hold of that, we're gonna be screwed.
0: Or they may learn to make better, better prime rib.
2: Speaking of uh, people getting a hold of things, I know we're kind of off topic here, and we got to <laughs> go into news. But that Rao's uh, marinara sauce—we remember we we're talking yeah. about that a little yesterday. It's always funny how that's—I that see a news story afterwards. Anyway, they're being bought up by Campbell's Soup. What? Yeah. Oh, well, it was like a billion-dollar deal that they—that that they're buying up that Rayo's sauce, and I'm <clears> like, that's it. So no, so much for uh, for quality. It's gonna be Campbell's uh, now. Jesus. your sweatshop yeah. Uh, marinara. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's disgusting. I
0: mean, you know, listen, if I'm if I'm uh, the sauce guy and someone was waving a billion dollar check in front of my big yeah. fat bloated face, you know what I would do? I'd probably accept it too. Yeah, I probably would too. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, while it's a, it may be a shame for the consumer, it's I, a it's a it's a boon for the man for Rayo and his family. Yeah,
2: Rayo's like, I cannot sell him my mom's recipe. This is a secret. Oh. $2.2 billion? Go ahead. you oh. can have it, yeah. Then hello in the family. <laughs> there are there are news. There's no secrets left no more.
0: It's 833. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast.
2: Clouds will continue to... De-
0: 836. With Bax and Nagle on Rock 102, it's time for news. And it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rom Hyundai today. Get
2: 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. The car accident is causing only one lane of traffic to get through on 91 South in Springfield this morning. The 22 News live camera can see traffic backed up uh, just before exit 5B near the Memorial Bridge exit. They're not even sending a road crew out there, a news crew out there. Now the camera's doing it. And the camera's like, oh, my God, Guess what we saw. The traffic is all backed up. It's a big, giant line. It looks like ants all the way from the top of this tower all the way down the highway. It goes Mm. all the way up into Chicopee. It's crazy. He's not wrong about that. That is crazy. Uh, No word on any injuries or what the cause of the accident is, but uh, don't go that way. And they said they'll update you as more information becomes available. I highly doubt that. Palmer Police and fire crews responded to a serious motor vehicle accident at the intersection of Ware Road. Ware Road? There Road. And Gate Street in the Thorndike section of Palmer yesterday evening. According to Palmer Police, around 920 PM, a 2000 Ford sedan with a single occupant was traveling north on Ware Road when it crossed the center line, striking a twenty fifteen Honda SUV head on. <clears throat> the Honda was occupied by one adult and three children at the time of the impact. The occupants of the Honda, who received slight injuries, were attended to by uh, medical professionals and then brought to Bay State Wing Hospital in Palmer for further evaluation and treatment. The operator of the Ford sedan was urgently airlifted via life flight to Bay State in Springfield, where he is receiving specialized medical attention. The Palmer Police Criminal Investigation Division, joined by the Massachusetts State Police Cars Unit and the Hamden County District Attorney's Office, has initiated a thorough investigation uh, into the incident where a road uh, remains closed to all traffic as of 11 p.m. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that was last night. I, right. I, I'm guessing that it's probably open right now, and I don't know why Tim Rook is calling right in the middle of the show. What is that all about? I don't know, but uh, quite
0: frankly, we, we're very busy.
2: We're very busy? Yeah. You want me to wrap it up now? No, or do we don't have to, to
0: wrap it up now. We went into it late.
2: Well, we went into it late, but then we have guests out in the hall. Yeah, Are they okay. both
0: here? One of them is here, so so one.
2: And I was like, they I might both be here. I don't know how much, how much we can talk about with them for an extended period of time. I don't <laughs> think we can. You know, it's like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing mayor stuff over in West Springfield. Okay, good to see you. Where's the donuts? Thanks so much. Have a great day. That's what we're going to say.
0: I, I, I think we'll find other things to talk about. Uh, I mean, the man did swim in a tainted river.
2: That's true. I want to know about that. I never,
0: love it. Never mind what they're actually here to talk about. I want to know what it's like to swim in a river
2: of human excrement. That's me. I've been swimming in raw sewage all day. I, I love, love it. it. A uh, Middleborough middle schooler prohibited from wearing a controversial T-shirt to class and thus sparking a debate over free speech that has drawn some nation, national uh, media coverage has appealed the decision of a federal judge who said school officials acted within their authority by asking the teen to switch his clothing. The T-shirt in question, which uh, Nichols Middle School administrators told 7th grader Liam Morrison he could not wear in school, read, There are only two genders. Weeks later, Morrison protested their decision by taping over part of the garment, so it read, There are censored genders. Administrators asked Morrison to remove that version of the shirt as well, according to the lawsuit he filed in U.S. District Court in Boston. With the backing of two conservative legal nonprofits, the Alliance Defending Freedom and the uh, Massachusetts Family Institute. In July, District Court Judge Erdrina Tawal, I don't know, whatever, the judge cited in favor of the uh, town of Middleborough and school officials, ruling that administrators acted within their right to ask Morrison to remove the shirts. On Friday, Morrison appealed uh, Tawani's final judgment uh, to the First Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, they're saying that uh, listen, he violated a student dress code. They were within their right to tell the kid to take the shirt off, okay. or f- cover it up, or whatever. It's just like it's a sticky going wicket. out of your way. It's
0: a sticky wicket. That's what I would say. Yeah. It's like uh, okay, you know, the school has the right to establish certain protocols for for dress, and as long as the kid's not wearing something that might be disruptive in class, then yeah. he should be okay. This may or may not be disruptive. On the other hand, the kid's an American citizen and does have the right to free speech. And yeah. if that speech means it offends you in some way, well, that's his right to do so, yeah. just as it is your right to be offended by it.
2: Right. But if it's part of a dress code... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're not allowed to wear beer shirts in school. You know that, right? Oh, I know. I know. Is that against free speech?
0: Well, I mean, if it's the only... I mean, you're not supposed, if, if you're under the drinking age, just if you're wearing bare t-shirts. But on the other hand, if it's the only clean shirt in the house, I what think, are you going to do? Uh,
2: I don't have a problem with the shirt. The kid can wear whatever the hell he wants to wear. But my concern would be, how much of a distraction are you causing to the rest of the school because you're wearing that shirt? That would be where the administrator decision would come in going, all right, go put tape over that and stop being a douche. Yeah. <clears throat> These kids are uh, agitators. Yeah, I know. And he's probably got some adult going. Yeah, man, you go home, get that shirt on. You riled at
0: school. Yeah, you know, okay. So the kid may be somewhat of an agitator, but you know, yeah. in some ways, it's it's simply just a t-shirt.
2: It is just a t-shirt, but it, but it's like, how far do you have to go? I don't know. You know, when I
0: when I was a kid, this would have I would have been. Ooh, eighth grade maybe i had a kiss t-shirt because you know, i was an old uh, you know old member of the uh, the kiss army back in the uh, in the late 70s yeah and i a teacher like castigated me for wearing a kiss t-shirt it's like a black concert t-shirt in 1979 yeah. or whatever the hell it was because he thought that kiss stood for uh knights in satan's service I'm like, dude, it's a $6 shirt I bought at the Providence Civic Center watching a concert that my parents took me to. There was nothing satanic about that night or the shirt.
2: No, anything can be seen as satanic. Remember all the... What was it, the Twisted Sister and uh, yes. all of that stuff? Yeah, that you know, PMRC uh, the Jewish foolishness. Jewish priest and all yeah, that, right. uh, what not, breaking the law, and, mm-hmm. uh, debauchery. And, oh, yeah. My new favorite word, by the way, is debauchery. I've it's been a good using, word. I've been using that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, delineate. You know that's that was yes. the word. That, I ascertained that that was a good word. To yeah, use. there you go. Yeah, you see, but I, I've been using debauchery because I think it's fun to use. Yeah, it's well, it, it flows off the tongue. Debauchery. So I'll be saying that for the next month or so, and then I'll find another word and yeah. get hooked on that. You know then, what word I'm using lately? What
0: body? Body using body.
2: I like body.
0: Body's good. Not like uh, I got the body that rocks the party. Not that thing, but
2: body. Like. I find your behavior to be bawdy. We have some guests, but speaking along those lines, uh, balmy. Have you ever, uh, I don't like that word. Balmy? Yeah.
0: It's too much close to moist.
2: Well, I'm not really, is that what it means? Balmy? I thought balmy uh, meant more. No, balmy is more
0: like a, like a warm and, and, and muggy. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh,
2: well, I've been uh, using th- that word wrong my entire life. I'm an idiot.
0: Well, balmy, the meaning is, let me just check that out. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, pleasantly warm.
2: Pleasantly warm. Yes. See, or extremely foolish, irrational, or eccentric. Oh, maybe that's what I am thinking what balmy isn't. You <laughs> yes. see what I'm saying? You know what I'm yes, getting at? that's right. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be sunny with a high of 83. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 83. It's 71 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Eat- Rock
0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
2: It is going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 83. Tomorrow, rainy uh, with a high of 83, but it's always sunshine and rainbows here at 45 Fisher Avenue when uh, the two dynamic duo are here in the studio.
0: Mayor Will Reichelt and uh, town founding father Ed Sullivan (laughs) are here. It's good to see both of you. Good to see you
2: guys. Thanks Uh, for having
0: us. First of all, uh, uh, thank you very much for the, uh, the donut, the big Giant, uh, the big giant donut.
2: You know,
0: he gave one to each, each one of us, to Steve and to, into and Molly, with our name on it from, uh, from donut dip. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I
5: was a- in uh, Massachusetts. Got the number one rank. Also, my
3: first workplace.
5: Yeah, oh, you yeah. made it through there. <laughs> really? Yeah. You you you, uh, you worked there? Did yeah. You, you didn't have weapon after no, work? No, that's there. where I hired him. Though actually, oh. I met at Donut Dip and I hired him from there. I was not working at Donut Dip. time. Not at the time. Remember. We just what, met in high there. school.
2: I hope you washed yourself after swimming in the Connecticut River before you <laughs> made the donuts. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to make the donuts. I just ate the
3: donuts.
2: <laughs> You're here to talk about the ride to remember. That's what's going on here, right? You're part yep. of this uh, this bike ride? Yep. And uh, tell us more about that and what what uh, what your role is in So, this. well, my role is just to ride it.
3: He's more of the planner. You know, as yeah. he gets older, it's, he's got he's to. <laughs> well, those... I'm still
5: actually riding. We have, we have a <laughs> lot of mayors that ride, actually, quite a few mayors that ride. Uh, Mayor Will, uh, Mayor Westfield, um, I think. Coaches even uh, threatening the ride, even though we don't want to see him expand. This
3: year this year's for corrections um, officers. officers. Did you yeah. forget the mayor
5: of Westfield's name? No, like, McCabe. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. you right like
2: uh, that guy. He's was he was actually there. a marshal.
5: Yeah, last then, year. He's yeah, one. The, the guy. What's yeah. his face? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it starts and finishes at uh, the Irish Cultural Center on Morgan Road. It's uh, Sixty-eight miles this year, and um, it's going to be a good ride. It's always a great event. They do a tremendous job. So. Wow, a cop-related event at an Irish club. <laughs> 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 who would have thought? Less. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought that yeah, would have worked yeah. well? Now, this, well.
0: the uh, the date of this is happening uh, when now. September 9th, ninth, September 8 a.m.
5: Yeah. start, and uh should be back around 3 p.m., I think. And
3: then afterwards, too, there's you don't have to be a part of the ride to go to the Irish Cultural Center. Afterwards, they are going to have a band, a lot of uh, food, You don't drinks. even have to be Irish. You don't have to be well, no. yeah, No. We're Sister Cities with Dingle, and I have 0% Irish.
0: Yeah, P. So you, you can no. go, the, well, you're the mayor. You can <laughs> pop up anywhere you wanted to in that town. You don't
2: change your name to O'Reichelt when no. uh, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day comes around? <laughs> Close. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <I thought laughs> we'll do one of those tests just to yeah. see, but it probably will be <laughs> yeah. zero and, iris and
2: you're You're probably
0: his sponsor at that point. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I would have to sponsor him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so tell us about the, this Iron Man competition you you were part of. You uh, were swimming the, in
0: a river of human
2: yeah.
3: What What is that? <sighs> yeah, I didn't see any poop in the river while I was in there. I keep saying it was really clear. It was before all this rain we've had, yeah, but it was awesome. It was, I think, really cool to swim in the river because everyone said to me, I can't believe you're doing this why would you swim in the river and like when you tell me you can't do something i'm all about just doing it so yeah it was... but you know,
0: but, but most reasonable people when they see a news story that says okay well uh, ironman competition coming up on saturday but yet 360 million gallons of human mm-hmm. of human feces is poured into the very same
3: <laughs> river that you're about to be well, swimming in. For the, for the pale folks listening, it was not 360 million gallons. It was like 50,000. And that oh, never oh, flows oh, It yeah, goes that's that's it's, better. Better. it's already yeah. gone. It's like, oh, it's in Connecticut now. <laughs> it's in infield.
2: You know, uh, it does stick to the bottom. <laughs> yeah,
3: but the idea is you don't want to touch the bottom, too. Yeah, 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 so yeah, you right. just dive in. And, but it was, it was awesome. It was great, I think, for the region. Uh, the swim was cool, the bike going through out through the hill towns back through West Springfield and over in the Memorial Bridge was cool too, so uh, it was a good time. I don't know if I'd do it again, I mean I probably will do it again next year, but it was it was rough. Um, I did it in like just over seven hours, the winner did it in four. I mean you would have been cleaner jumping into the, the holding tanks at Bondi's Island
0: <laughs> and <than laughs> swimming in that river <laughs> at that point.
3: I don't know. Those things look pretty disgusting. The river didn't smell at all either. It was the right temperature. Yeah. Well, it was, they yeah, yeah. The And when, when you're swimming by Bondi's Island, is there a guy <laughs> at the at the tank going, Hey, boss, how you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just as he's about to to release more.
3: Yeah. Well, it comes up the river, so yeah. it's not from Bondi's. But the the reality, I mean, it is kind of
0: a, a serious situation. Not not just because we're they're trying to get a handle on uh, the overflow of the river, but I mean, you know, West Springfield is affected by the river and how much you know water there has been and the bacteria involved. And what what kind of uh, challenges is West Springfield facing as a result of what they've been dealing with this summer?
3: Oh, well, so, I mean, the good thing for us is we you know our sewage goes to Bonnie's Island. We're not in a lot of ways. We're not immediately affected by what's happening in the river. I mean, the river is probably, even though sewage is in it, it's cleaner likely than it has been for a century because there's no other pollutants from businesses, and, and we actually, most, community, actually all communities required to have pumping stations and to have places like Bonnie's Island. Holyoke has their own, Chickabee has their own. Which so don't work. They used to just <laughs> all dump into the river. There used to not be any cleaning stations. So right. like our old outfalls... All go into the river, so it's why it still can overflow into the river. But it's certainly cleaner than it used to be. So we're yeah. certainly better off that we have been.
0: I mean, the system's working as it's supposed to be working. That's yeah. the ironic part about it, and yeah. the fact that it was all being reported that all this was being you know dumped into the river. It's not really an unusual thing. It's just now well, we're reporting. Yeah.
3: That. Well, and the thing is, that I get residents call me and like, "What's going on? Why don't you fix this?" Because the state just made a rule that if you have a reverse 911 one system, so like one of those robocall systems, you have to use it to alert your residence that this happened. Even though it's not us that's something in the river, right. you have to use it. So we don't do calls, we do emails, but every time it rains, pretty much, you're getting an email. So it looks like it's a disaster when... You know, it's, it's something that had not to say that it's it's great for the river, but it has been happening for so
2: a while. It's long really time. Uh, people you've been swimming in this stuff for the last fifty
5: years yeah, or more. So yeah. it's no. Yeah, different It's probably not than the dirtiest thing now. you've yeah, done. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got to remember too, not all the sewage lines hook up into the treatment system. They bypass, and you know they're not all hooked up in Chicopee, Hoyoke, and they go right to the river. So well, no, they're right. all
3: they're all hooked up, but they're also they the stormwater overflows. Overflows, and then they,
5: so it. Goes into the river.
3: Yeah. Wow, you guys really are good at talking crap,
2: aren't you? I <laughs> <laughs> like that. How do, you how do you think you get weird elected? weird infrastructure yeah. stuff you learn when you get the local government. Must be the politician in you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's, uh, so okay, well, that's, that's interesting, and it's good to know that you're not experiencing any long-term effects of this kind of exposure.
3: I mean, I only swim in the river for 38 minutes. So, I mean, I don't think that's long enough to... Pick up any last Yeah, that'd be, that'd be
0: I only sucked in this light bulb for a half hour and nothing yeah. bad happened.
2: I uh, couldn't get out of bed for
3: six days afterwards, but I'm okay now.
0: So, the ride to remember, though, is September 9th. September 9th. September 9th, and uh, at the Irish Cultural Center in Morgan Road.
5: It's going to be a great party after and even the night before everybody gets together and they gather and get yeah. their numbers and register and all that stuff so it's a lot of fun it's, so,
0: it's it's turned out to be a terrific event over the years it really has yeah they,
5: they do a great job all the police we have a meeting with the state police uh august 30th to make sure all the roads and they even do flyovers because i guess uh you know you're kind of a soft target you know if somebody wanted you know here you got 400 riders and 300 cops and somebody wanted to do something so they don't really let the uh, route out ahead of time so mm-hmm. that they uh, but it will be in west springfield but it will be because yeah we start and finish in west side <clears throat> there
2: you anyway. go
0: there you go so. will reicheld ed sullivan uh the uh the power block of west springfield <laughs> powerhouse <laughs> great to see you guys great thanks to see for the you donuts. guys uh, uh, you're welcome. welcome we appreciate it all right now it, get the it, hell thanks. out of here <laughs> <laughs> 859 with Nagel and, Nagle and Rock Are you?